Hello and welcome to the Poster Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama, as always, the uh, commander in chief of the supporters club of the LA Lakers South Africa East Division. I don't even know. Kaunda, how are you doing? Ooh, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Forever a Laker. <laughs> Not too bad. Forever a Laker. Uh, kind of sounds yes. like a Jodeci lyric. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> so, Kaunda, you know, last week we talked about previewing the Eastern Conference. This week, we're going to get into the Western Conference. We're going to look at everything around the West, who's going to make the playoff games, well, playoff places, who's going to make the play-in places, and who's going to be tanking for Wembanyama. Um, it's, it, that's going to be one heck of a tank. I think we're going to see some armored vehicles lining the streets. Yeah, uh, Cyrus, I, I think uh, it, it's going to be a fantastic season. The, the Wild Wild West, uh, as we're talking about it today, when I was doing my prep, Cyrus, I just realized how tough it has gotten again out there. It's, mm. <laughs> it's, it's real. For the past couple of seasons, it evened out with the East, which which is still tough. But when you look at the West, it's real out there, Cyrus. I mean, gee whiz. Yeah, as we're doing our prep, I also looked at them and I was like, okay, this is insane. Uh, but before before we go straight into all of the um, podcast dynamics, I think what I'd like to do is start by giving everybody our social media handles. So you can reach out yeah. to us at, at PostUpPodcast on Twitter, at PostUpZone on Instagram, at PostUpZone on Facebook. Um, and, you know, we do all things NBA from an African perspective. Uh, we also want to shout out our partner, Supersport.com, uh, Betcoza. Uh, and, you know, we're always trying to give you the very very best on these streets so uh make sure you keep listening to us now calendar um last week we really we, we sunk our teeth into what was happening in the east and i want to do the same for for the west so um let's look at who you believe uh will make it into the playoff places in fact it, let's actually even work it a little backwards who do you think is completely mm -hmm. out of it who is going to be in the lottery uh the utah jazz I can tell you that. <laughs> so that's they, one, at least one. They totally blew blew it up. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Even uh, Greg Popovich was like, you know, don't expect miracles yeah. this season. <laughs> he, he knows exactly what's going on there. Um, look, I, I think. Look, I, I don't want to downplay Nola, although I put them on my lottery picks uh, because Zion is mm. back and him alongside um, CJ and. Um, and uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, that, that could be a nice one, two, three combo, you know? Um, and I say one, two, three because I'm just saying three guys, not like point guard, yeah. shooting guard, and so forward. No, I, um, I, I get you. I get you. I, I think uh, Nola and OKC could surprise, but Spurs, Rockets, and Jazz for me are straight up lottery teams, yeah? So, I mean, that's interesting because we will have some of these teams. I think this is where we'll have a couple of d a debates around where we think certain teams will be and won't be. We agree on mm -hmm. the Spurs, definitely. We agree on the Jazz, definitely. We agree on the, on the Rockets, definitely. I think the Thunder mm -hmm. will be one of the lottery teams. I just don't see them doing too much, especially after losing Chet Holmgren to injury. Um, uh -huh. And this is where we differ because you say the Pelicans and and I don't know, there's something about Zion coming back and the way they performed last uh, last season that I think now there's something in this NOLA team. They've got they've got the ability to do something wild. So the team I've picked to drop in there is an absolute doozy. Um, mm -hmm. Wow. It's in, in fact, I'm even going against history here because all 
intents and purposes should tell us that it's the Sacramento Kings, right? Like, uh-huh. it should be the Kings. Everybody should look at them and say, yes, of course. If there's one team that's going to miss out on the playoffs, it's the guys who haven't been in the playoffs for like 16 years or something like that. So it should mm-hmm. be the Kings. But I'm saying I think it's going to be the Portland Trailblazers. I think that the, the Blazers... Portland Trailblazers. Yes, they're, they're welcoming Dame back. And yes, Dame is an exceptional player. And Anthony Simons mm-hmm. is great there. They've also brought in um, Jeremy Grant, um, Gary Payton II. Uh, yeah, you he know, got, he to... yeah he's, he's in Portland. You've got Yusuf Nurkic. Yep. I'm just... I'm not. I'm just not sold. I'm just not Cyrus, sold. You, yet, you just mentioned a whole bunch of positives. Why are you now backtracking? Because I that, look that at is, I, I look that, at that, that is, and I think these guys didn't even make the playoffs last season. And yes, they've changed up a lot of the team. Yes, Anthony Simons mm-hmm. is a one one year better. Uh, Dame is back full time, and he should be back to full speed. Um, mm-hmm. And you've added Jeremy Grant, right? So Jeremy Grant really is the, the 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 one piece that could really unlock them offensively and potentially defensively mm-hmm. as well. But I look at the defensive frailties of this team over the years, and 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 GP two Gary Payton the second, he will help a heck of a lot on the defensive end uh, when they're they're in their guard matchups. But I just don't know if they have um, enough for me. There's just something that leaves me cold. Yet, I'm looking at them and I'm thinking that the Kings will be better than them. Now, maybe you're going to have to check my temperature, see if I've, you know, taken my pills today. But it just seems odd that I'm backing the Kings over the Blazers, yet I'm going for it. I'm a secret Kings fan. Um, I just think that Mike Brown at the Kings is a different wrinkle for them. And mm-hmm. I think that they've got a, a fairly solid lineup as well. Um, you know, the Sabonis... So, yeah, I was about yeah. to say that. So I would say, like, I think the addition of of, of DeMantis Sabonis, yeah. uh, you know, pair, pairing him up with uh, with De'Aaron Fox and, mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 and, and obviously they, they, they lost a few young pieces in, in the trade with Tyrese Halliburton going to Indiana... Yeah. Uh, and uh, who, who else went to Indiana? The the the, the good shooter, who who the Buddy Lakers healed. should have got. Buddy, Buddy Hield went to 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 the Pacers as well. So, but I, I still think if you if you look at them, they 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 still uh, have there's, there's I think, something enough here. to make it into the playoffs. They, they, there is there's something, and here. it's something but, we haven't seen in the King Cyrus since the days of Vladdy. To be honest, I mean, Vladi as a player, not as a front office <laughs> uh, well, person. And Vladi is one of the reasons why they've stayed in the muck that they've been in. But they've got Malik Monk. Um, he's a pretty good player. You saw him last season with the Lakers. Um, Kevin Herter has joined them from um, the Atlanta Hawks, and he's a good shooter. Um, so I look at those guys. I mean, they've still got Harrison Barnes on the roster. Uh, Rashawn Holmes is a fairly good player as well. And then I like their rookie, Keegan Murray. I think Keegan Murray is going to be really, really important for them. And I've even left out, um, I think he's a sophomore player now, um, in uh, Davion Mitchell. Um who will be pretty good on the defensive end for them in the guard spots. Uh, I'm not going to mention the likes of Alex Len and Kent Bazemore, those guys, oh, goodness. But um, I think the Kings have got, they've definitely got something going. Um, so it's it's really tough to see exactly where things go um, with the Kings. What I will say, though, is that uh, Sacramento is a team that has always consistently consistently fallen short when things have um things have gotten tough 
Um, I think that when you look at them as an organization, you think, can these guys really step up? And that hasn't been proven yet. Okay, but enough about the Kings and the, the, the teams in the lottery. I do think the Kings will make it, um, though, I mean, it is a bold, bold call to put them ahead of the Blazers. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that. No, Cyrus, uh, Lord, uh, look, you you want to well, put the Kings, you, you want to put the Kings in the playing spot, right? Yes, ahead of Dame and what, the Blazers. But, Maybe but, it's but just the Cuckoo Juice. Them. But that's where I have them. I have the king. Well, you have the king spot. Exactly. But I suppose the thing for me is So who do you the, drop if you put the the kings in the lottery it's the spot? Pelicans. Who who, who it's do the you Pelicans. elevate the Pelicans? Pelicans are okay. uh, Pelicans are in are in the play in spaces for me. And, are you uh, just uh, drinking the the Zion juice? Yes, the Zion juice is in full effect. Now, the reason I bring up the Kings initially was because I feel like they're the team perennially who are going to miss out. Whereas, uh-huh. you know, we could both be be um, be wrong and have the Kings miss out and the Pelicans and the Blazers are in the playing spots. But um, look, we'll just have to see. I just, I have faith in what's happening in NOLA. I have faith in mm-hmm. what Zion can do as he's come back and he, he looks to be in good shape. Um, and I, they, they made the playoffs last year. So I can't, you know, knock a team that's already done it. Um, but then having said that, I've, you know, I, I've really just made it a, a bad call on, on the Dame misses out here. But let's see how it goes. So <laughs> yeah, let's see how it goes. I think, because uh, I, th- I have faith in the Kings, but let's see how it goes. So let's look at the teams who are in the playing spaces for you then, right? Um, yeah. Because I think that's where we also have some contentious, uh, contentious decisions. Who have you got in there? So in my playing spots, I have the Los Angeles Lakers, the Sacramento Kings, Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Portland Trailblazers in that order. So you think it will be like Lakers will be, you know, the sort of just miss out on the playoff places? Yes. Uh, as we record this, uh, I heard of uh, my man Anthony Davis's back problems, and I'm like, wow in the preseason already. So, yeah, I'm slightly worried. That's why I dropped my peeps into the playing well, spot. <laughs> well, wh- what, did, what did you hear? What did you hear? That uh, he, he, he's going to miss a game or due to, you know, back, back, back issues, but it was all precautionary. And, you know, you know, you, you know my, my, my man AD is always injury prone, uh, yeah. whether it's in the season. Out the season. All of that stuff. But the thing about AD, though, is that, yeah, he does have his injury issues. That's always been a key thing for us. And and I think what I keep looking at in this entire Lakers ecosystem is health, right? I don't know mm-hmm. about the roster. I'm not completely sold on the roster. But health is always the one lingering thing there. So yep. if AD is already starting to be managed now at the beginning of the season, you know, that can never be a good sign. But I think we both have them as being teams in the play-in spaces. Yeah. So, so my Lakers are definitely making. Uh, well, I say definitely because I'm a big fan. Definitely yeah. making uh, the the the, the playing, um, uh, you know, spot. I mean, look. Uh, hopefully, uh, AD gets better. Uh, you know, Patrick Beverly uh, begins to be as irritating as he can be to their opposing teams. Uh, <laughs> Having a forward like Thomas Bryant, who's young and athletic on our squad, I think will change yeah. from 
the old guard that we had in the backcourt last last season. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Anthony Davis, nice for uh, LeBron James. You, you know, you can't go wrong there. Damian Jones. And, I mean, this mm-hmm. is a former warrior, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah and, he is. And we've had him here before. I, I'm, I'm quite confident that he, he, he's, he'll be great uh, in our front court as well. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, uh, I still think he can go to other places. Schroeder, we've, we, I mean, we've got Juan Toscano Anderson. He wasn't bad for the Warriors last season either. Yeah. And I think Austin Reeves can also come into his own. So, you know, we've still got Russell Westbrook. He doesn't seem to be going yeah. anywhere. Lonnie Walker Jr. is there from the San Antonio Spurs. You know, I, I think... We've got enough pieces. It's just, uh, I, I think uh, Davingham has got uh, his work cut out for him. How does he make this work? Because obviously yeah. um, an early exit followed by uh, an outright miss of the playoffs, uh, you know, really puts a lot of weight on his shoulders. No, it definitely does. And it should. And I think there's a lot of weight that should be on everybody's shoulders. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. um, you know, your GM... Uh, he's he's got a lot of uh, explaining to do, um, and and I think this is where we, we we look at the Lakers and we say, so what is the next level? Like, yes, there's still a talk around um, a potential belly healed Miles Turner trade for Russell Westbrook that's still potentially on the cards. Um, mm-hmm. And if if Rob Palinka pulls the trigger and that sort of thing happens, that that I think lifts the Lakers into a different realm where I think they're definitely then not just in the play-in spaces, potentially looking at the playoffs. But you can't talk about moves that haven't happened yet. So no. the thing for me is I look at this Lakers team and I just I just don't see them being championship contenders, let alone being team a team that will go far in the playoffs itself. I think the play-in spaces, because that's where I have them. I have them in the play-in spaces. I have the Kings, as I said. I also have the Pelicans. Now, this is where things got a bit tricky because when I was looking at it, leading up to all of this, I've been talking about how Rudy Gobert is going to change everything for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I was saying these guys are going to be one of the best teams in the NBA um, and in the Western Conference in particular. Then you start looking at it and you start making your picks and you're like, okay, hang on a second. Are these guys (laughs) better than this team, that team, the other team? So I'm going to stick my neck out here. And it's going to be one of the wildest calls I think I've ever made in my entire time on this podcast calendar. Uh, You're sitting down. I know that. So let's uh, be ready for this. I'm literally just changing my call now. I had called the Timberwolves to be in the playing game. And I think I'm going to put them into the playoff places. And the team that drops down is going to absolutely shock you. Well, I know it's not the Golden State Warriors. The The Dallas Dallas Mavericks Mavericks drop to the playing. You know, I, I won't agree with you. A hundred percent, but I know where you're coming from. Because so you, you can losing, sort of see where the madness is coming from, right? Yeah, lo- losing one of their key guards who was a big contributor last season, I, I think so, sort of brings about questions are like, what's going to happen this season? I mean, it's not as if they replaced him like for like or brought in someone better. Yeah. No, they didn't. So uh, I see where you're going with it. And then when, when I look at the Timberwolves, and, and, you know, we look at the squad, not only are they good in the front court, 
Uh, yep. But that, you know, with with Gobey joining Carl Anthony Towns, uh, but then again, we should never ever forget Ant Man, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, and Anthony Edwards. They, they also acquired Eric Pascal, who who who's not a bad forward. He, he he's actually uh, Eric, quite a Eric, great guy. Eric Pascal's not doing anything. I I we've had him at the he, Warriors. He's gonna contribute. And he's gonna contribute. You will he, see. He, he will. He will. I think the key thing for me in this is. If Luca is not part of this Mavericks team, let's say mm-hmm. he has to miss games for some re- some reason or the other, I don't know if the likes of Spencer Dinwiddie um, or or even the the newly acquired Christian Wood will have enough to change the landscape of what happens with this Mavericks team. That I think when I look at them, they're one Luca absence away from not necessarily looking like a good team. As is when I look at this roster. Yes, JaVale mm-hmm. McGee is there, and I, we, we like him. I mean, he's 34 years old, but, you know, he can still do a job. But I look yeah. at the likes of Dwight Powell. I look at the likes of Dorian Finney-Smith, who's, who's had his good days here and there. Uh, Tim mm-hmm. Hardaway Jr., people are saying it's going to be like a new signing. He's back there. Frank Nilekina is there. Uh, anyway, Reggie Bullock is there. Uh, and we mentioned St- Spencer Dinwiddie and Maxi Kleber, as well as Davis Bertans. Those guys, mm. they really blow hot and cold. And Luca is central to absolutely everything there. So it reminds me of, of like those early Cavs days when LeBron was everything that happens with the Cavs. Like if yeah. you needed something to happen, it had to go via LeBron. So I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm a little hesitant about the Mavs. Losing Brunson is a big deal for me. I don't think mm-hmm. he was like a superstar, but I think he was so important for this team as the glue piece. And we just haven't seen any of the other guys really step up when Luca's not around. So I'm going to be made to look silly if Luca wins MVP because he plays the whole season and is incredible. But he mm-hmm. could also maybe not do that. And, and then we'll see what happens. Or the Timberwolves come out and do something spectacular. Um, but that's my madness. That's what I'm going with. I know you don't totally agree, but you see where I'm coming from. I see where you're coming from. But still, Cyrus, I'm putting the Mavs because... The Mavs have been there. The, 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 this is a team that can trouble the best of them at the best of times, and it's not to say that uh, you know I'm 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 underestimating the, the 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 player they sent to the New York Knicks. But look, uh, Branson was a key piece for them, but it, it, it wasn't as if everything revolved around Branson. He had a bunch of good games, and, and he proved his worth, right? Yeah. But if you look at it, he was also a hot and colder for a while. Just like yep. Reggie Bullock, Reggie Bullock had a couple of nice games. I mean, you you wouldn't, you know, say if they got rid of him, you might say, oh, "What about the Reggie games that he really stepped up?" You know, but 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 I think all we, all they need is improved production from Spencer Dinwiddie and, and, and Tim Hardaway Jr. I think could change things at that at that franchise because so, 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 I think Tim Hardaway hasn't really lived up to his potential even when no. the team has done well and obviously he's had his health issues so he's exactly. missed a bunch of games and Spencer Dinwiddie for me you know I remember St- Spencer Dinwiddie in Brooklyn he was a problem yeah he, he, yeah, he, he was, was a problem from he everywhere shooting, dunking you know he, he could get to that hoop but now it's like he's almost he a, hasn't a been the same guy he maybe hasn't he been the same guy for a while. Nigeria. I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Nothing wrong maybe, with that. Maybe that so didn't sit well with him, the fact that he, he couldn't. Here's a question for you then, right? And okay. this is how I looked at it. Is the Mavericks roster better than the Timberwolves roster? 
And I'm just looking at the key pieces because I think you almost have to break them up into two segments. Yes, the Maverick superstar is better than the Timberwolves superstars, right? And Luca yeah. being better than Cat or better than Anthony Edwards because he's young or better than mm. Rudy Gobert. Like he's better than all of those guys. However, the Timberwolves have right? more. Exactly. However, the Timberwolves have more to call on when you look at the fact that they have Rudy Gobert, they have Carl Anthony Towns, they have Anthony Edwards, and they also have uh, D'Angelo Russell, who we've left out of this completely. And the other thing about D'Angelo Russell is he doesn't even have to to bear the brunt of all of the scoring load because he could end up playing in a pick-and-roll situation with somebody like Rudy, who hasn't had that before, uh, where people will actually be dishing him the ball. Russell works best in a pick-and-roll. So I think... Anyway, I ask you the question, roster for roster, whose who's roster seems better to you? See, I like the way you use the word seems, because on paper, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves look nice. I mean, they've also got Kyle Anderson, who's a former mm -hmm. Grizzly. Um, you, you know, they've, they've got some nice pieces, but but Cyrus, there, there's also a thing called um, chemistry. And, and, and we, we, we don't even know how you know, how Kat and, and, and Rudy are going to play together. They, yeah. they, 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 they might just, you know, end up getting in each other's space and irritate each other. So, and then, yeah. you know, it could be a, an experiment gone wrong. Um, case in point, uh, Russell Westbrook at the Lakers, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, okay. I, I, as you've, you've, see, you've had your fingers burnt with chemistry issues, so I get that. Yeah. I get so, that. So, so, then, so on paper, you might think the Timberwolves look better, but but I, I, I never, uh, maybe I'm a Mark Cuban fan, but I never write off the Mavs. The, Ma the, the Mavs no, are I'm, always a problem. And I'm with you. I Especially, get it. Jason Kidd's a great coach. Yeah, especially with Lucas still there. And that's why, you know, with that, if Lucas stays healthy throughout the whole season, there's still a problem, Cyrus, because he's a great yeah. young leader. And he, he, he's, he's won championships, not in the NBA, but in Europe, he's won a championship and an MVP. So, you know, Luca is oh, that I've guy. Got, I've got faith in Luca. I've got all the Luca faith in Luca. is that guy. And, and I'll, I, I just want to say this, though, right? This will definitely come back to bite me. I know people are going to be DMing me and, and calling me out on this. But I mm -hmm. just I, I just look at it and I think there's something about this Timberwolves trade that makes some sense to me. And if I have to look at any of the other teams who are currently in the playoff places, I don't mm -hmm. see the T-Wolves being better than any of them. Um, but that's, that's my line and I'm going to stick to it. Counter, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back and counter. Yes, my bombshells were all over the place. You couldn't believe it was bombs over Baghdad or is that Luca or whoever, but it, it got a bit weird. Um, let's look at the teams that are going to be in the playoff places in the West. Now, I don't think we're going to have too much uh, to differ on here, potentially in terms of where these teams end up as the, as the season ends. That might be it. But who are your teams that are going to be in the playoff places? Playoff places, there are a couple of uh, gimmies here. Golden State Warriors, uh, definitely. I yeah. mean, I think they're, they're even on track to to run it back if they if they, if they play their cards right. Uh, yeah. The Denver Denver Nuggets, I, I, I saw Jamal Murray play preseason. Yeah, he's looking mm -hmm. loose. He's looking loose. Okay. I'm like, I, li I like the look of that. Him and Joker is going to be a problem again, the, the one-two punch. I, I hope MPJ yeah. is good as well, and then we can have the one-two-three, right? Then, yeah. 
I know you're probably going to disagree with me here, uh -huh. but the team in the basement, the Los Angeles Clippers, <laughs> <laughs> they're looking oh. nice, Harris. Looking nice. If there's a team that will or could surprise in the West and wind up mm. in the Western Conference Finals, it is the Los Angeles Clippers. Look, let's look at it. Well, a healthy Kawhi. But right? funny you say that because a lot of a lot of people are saying that they actually think that the Clippers are one of the contenders. And you, it's funny you all as well that you mentioned the Western Conference Finals because I went and said a team that made it to the Western Conference Finals in the Dallas Mavericks won't make it into the playoff places. So uh, you know it's insane. But go Cyrus, on, tell me about the Clippers. There was a team that won in 2020, then exited very early in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> in the next season, so it happens. Yeah, let's, let's, it, it, it happens. The team dynamics change, trades happen, and that kind of stuff. So I got the Clippers, Cyrus. I like a healthy um, Kawhi and a healthy Paul George, joined yeah. by uh, the freshest legs in the league because this dude <laughs> has been chilling for a while. <laughs> Isn't it like two seasons? Uh, John Wall yeah. John has John been chilling. John done nothing. Yeah, look, he's not—he's not the super fast, fastest man on the hardwood as he was before, but he's mm. a seasoned vet now, and, and 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 he still got it. I mean, I mean, a lot of people are saying, okay, you're watching him, you know, doing scrimmages in the gym with kids, and then you think he—he's still—he's still NBA caliber. He's I'm still like, that guy, NBA caliber. He, yeah, he, he's potentially not that John Wall that we 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 had in at the Wizards. Uh, but he, he's still a good John Wall, I, 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 and, I, and I can't wait to see what happens because remember they've still got Reggie Jackson, exactly. who, 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 who who was a great, great, great. He's been great yeah, for them yeah. for the past two seasons, and, and, yeah. and they've got uh, they've got a, 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 quite a good number of youngsters. They, they, there's the, the, that other youngster well, I'm forgetting now his you, name. Got a, just remember. Young is a little bit of a stretch sometimes because they are a lot younger than us. Like Terrence Mann, he's really good, right? He's twenty five. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's the youngster we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Yes. Then you got so, Luke Kennard. So, he's twenty six. Yeah, Ter Ter Terrence Mann for me was he's really gonna you know continue developing into a great guy. Luke Kennard, you know, also was pretty impressive. I mean, I mean, Cyrus, they, they've also got uh, Marcus Morris, if you want to get really yeah. physical, you know. <laughs> so so let's that team get he, physical. is he, looking really good. And, and let's not forget another vet, Robert Covington Jr., former yep. uh, Portland Trailblazer, right? No wonder you've got yeah. no faith in Portland Trailblazers. Oh, Portland. Look, Norman Powell. I mean, Norman Powell is there, yeah. So champion, look, let's, champion when, when Norman look, Powell. But when you look at this roster... Right, mm -hmm. they've got a heck of a lot of experience. I mean, like you mentioned, Reggie Jackson, thirty-two years old, eleven years experience. John Wall, yep. thirty-two, ten years experience. Kawhi Leonard, thirty-one, ten years. Uh, Marcus Morris, senior, 30, thirty-three years old, eleven years. Paul George, thirty-two year, uh, years old, twelve years experience. Um, mm. Covington, thirty-one years old, nine years experience. I mean, we've even left out Nicola Batum, thirty-three years old, fourteen years experience. Our very so own Cameroonian French Nicola Batum. Exactly. So they've they've been there. They've done that. They've got championship experience on the bench in terms of the coach. They've got championship experience on the playing staff. So I can see exactly why everybody's looking at them and thinking, yes, the Clippers should be a team that we're considering. And the other thing being that as bad as I mean, John Wall might not necessarily have played a lot. 
Um, but is he any worse than, let's say, Reggie Jackson? And not to, to I mean, Reggie Jackson's shut me up a lot because he played some really good games um, in recent years. But he, he, John Wall should give you the same level of production um, and, and different skill set as well. So I think that's why everybody's looking at the Clippers thinking, yeah, they're definitely a team to not just be afraid of, but to really think, yeah, they could go the distance. Yeah, Cyrus. I mean, look, it's been a while since... Wow. When was the last time the Clippers were considered contenders? Uh, well, th- maybe it's the time they made it to the maybe it's the time they made it to the Western Conference Finals and uh, they, uh, Patrick I, Beverly even then, pushed pushed uh, CP3 with that sucker push. You know, yeah, like but, then, no, but, then they were still that was, uh, that was was that the Western Conference Finals? CP3 never got to the Western Conference Finals with the with the Clippers. Um, mm-hmm. They they made it fairly recently, but but the thing though is even in those no no spaces, no no I no. Mean, Patrick Beverly was at the Clippers and CP3 was at the Yes, Suns. yes, yes. Okay. Okay, I get you. 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 But I, I think the, the thing about it, though, is that when you look at the Clippers, they haven't had as much star power as they have now. And at least mm. you should say, haven't had as much fit star power as they have now. But yep. if we're going to, to, to look at the Lakers and say injuries, 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 and all of that stuff, we've got to look at the Clippers and say the same thing, that it has to be with a pinch of salt to say, okay, yes, everything is a healthy Kawhi, a healthy Paul George. Two of those things we've not seen in more than two to three years now. So, you know, there's a lot that we have to use as caveats for them. Mm-hmm. Cyrus, Do you think hey, look, that they're, they're, uh, they're a favorite? Yes, I, I agree. They're a favorite. That, Cyrus, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Los Angeles faithful, so these are my, my backup <laughs> Los Angeles team. Backup um, dancers. These are the backup dancers. But Cyrus, look, let, let, let's not prey on the possibility of injuries, which is a reality. I know, but but yeah. Kawhi has had enough time to rest. Uh, Paul George, I think, also the same, and John Wall, who I think are the de facto. That's the three-headed yeah. monster they have, right? Before you start adding in the other pieces, and, and, mm-hmm. and they've still got youngsters who can come in and out and give them nice minutes. We even forget former Laker Ivica Zubac. Oh, it, Cyrus, he's Ivica still Zubac there, and he's been very, very, very good for them. Very um, good. And, 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 and that's ta- the one ta- Tyron Lou. That's a that's a championship coach, Cyrus Norman Powell yeah, won a championship. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard yeah, like, won a championship. <laughs> I, I, know, get you. It, I get you. That's what I said. I said they've got championship pedigree on, uh, you know, the head coaches. On the coaching it. staff. Um, right? You know, the country, coaching side, you've got players who've won chips before. But if we're going to to say to the Lakers that we're just unsure about their health, surely it's fair to say to the Clippers that we're also not a heck of a, like, we're not certain that their health is going to be much better. Look, to be honest, it's not as if the Clippers are already, you know, being uh, load managed in the preseason. So, you know, <laughs> that's just me, Cyrus. Maybe that's just me being very pessimistic here. But when you start load pre-season managing in preseason, load management, yeah, dude, like Ooh. I'm thinking we got problems here, if, <laughs> unless it's just the strategy, you know. Yeah, goodness, Cyrus. Look, where I, I do you go with you? I get you, but but before we actually carry on with this, I do think we, we both got the Clippers in our in our ranks. Who else is making the playoffs for you? For me, uh, mm-hmm. I can't say it would be a playoffs without the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, I'm still a yeah. big Jamarant fan, and I think they've kept uh, 
their core more or less the same. That squad is young. That squad is hungry. I mean, um, they might have lost a few pieces here and there, but I, I still th- and, and and I like the fact that Aquaman resigned, so they've still got that brute force in in the in the in the in the paint. And, and, yeah. and, and you know, my my, my, my man Adams uh, is just incredible. He's just incredible. He's like a brick wall. And then you've yeah. got, you you've got Jamarant back, healthy, looking to leap, uh, you know, over buildings, over cars to get that dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond Baines back, uh, Jaren Jack. Uh, Jackson Jr. Uh, Cyrus. Well, he's that, that, injured. He's out injured at the moment. He, but yeah, he's out injured at the moment. But you know, he's young. So you know, they, they, they the, these youngins been recovering, be recovering so quick. He'll probably be yeah. back next week. <laughs> so, I don't so know Cyrus. about that. <laughs> but, 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 but you nice know week. what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, no, this team has continued to 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 amaze us. I mean, they 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 they're. They're, they're, they're literal underdogs. This is the definition of an underdog that they, always... They live as underdogs, yeah. Yeah, the, I, I, and I think it's nice that they maintain that, uh, you know, the, 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 that repertoire that, you know, so that you can underestimate them and then they shock you. Yeah, and I think that's what they're trying. Although the reality is, how shocked will we be? Because we've seen them do well last We've season. seen them do it a and couple they, of times and, now, yeah. And, and they did well without Jar at some point. It's just that, um, yep. you know, during the playoffs, you need Jar there. And so they'll be trying to make sure that he's fit. But, you know, the likes of Dylan Brooks missed time last season, and he's been really important for them. And they went mm-hmm. and, 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 and brought in Danny Green, who is 35 years old and still getting paid, but will be a really good veteran um, presence on this particular team. Um, I think they've got some really interesting pieces and they've also drafted well. Um, there's something about that Jake mm-hmm. Laravia that, uh, kid that I like. But um, when you look at the Grizzlies, they might take a step back, but it won't be like three or four steps back. Um, maybe they don't end up as the number two seed in the West. But I do think that they've got the, the skill set and the profile to be one of the main playoff teams and a, a key determinant as to what happens in the Western Conference. Um, so we've had, we've had all of those. We had our discussion around um, the Mavericks being in. You say they're in. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a bold, bold call to say they, they drop into the play-in. I want mm-hmm. to ask you something because, you know, but before we go seems, on, Cyrus, the, yeah. the Phoenix Suns are also making the playoffs. Let's let, well, let's I'll, not exactly. Let's not I mean, I thought there was a given. I, I thought it was a given. I was actually <laughs> going to ask you about that. I was going to say the, the Suns, though, are also uh-huh. somewhat in like they they will be in the playoffs. There's there's no question. I think they've got the the the, the roster for it. They've got the you know the ability to get there, and they've showed that with their coaching staff, they've got everything needed in order for the Suns to make the playoffs. I just don't know if the Suns team, and this is where I was going to go with this, is 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 in that championship chasing position that they were before. Because the way they fell off last season is very worrying. Well, if uh, your team owner is saying untoward things, that maybe us fans and analysts don't get to hear. Maybe that might dampen the morale somewhat. I don't know, Cyrus. Somewhat. I, I, somewhat. I'm finding. I'm trying to find something to blame or someone to blame here for their <laughs> drop in performance. And and the only thing I can reach out to is the, the owner or former owner now. Uh, but, but it, uh, you know, he's still the owner. The, he's still the owner. He hasn't sold the the team yet. Yeah. Well, soon to be former owner. You know. 
yeah, joining the 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 the, the Sterling group of partners and that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But but I don't even think that that's what caused their issues because if you remember, uh, it was there was the stories around Monty Williams suggesting that. Um, DeAndre Ayton quit on the team while the games were going. I mean, th- those were big, big um, rifts that, that that were dealt. And then the fact that mm-hmm. Ayton then said he, him and Monty didn't even speak in the offseason. Uh, in fact, I think they, they only sort of spoke to, to each other at, at training camp. So I think there's stuff happening at the Suns on court as well as off court that really doesn't fool me with um, the most confidence in where they're going to go going forwards. But they're definitely a playoff team. Definitely, Cyrus. You, the, the the Suns, even with a wibble here, you know, a trip here and there, the I, I have confidence that they they they're definitely going to make the playoffs. They they are that caliber of team, and and you know, it'd be good to see. I mean, Dario Saric will be healthy for the whole season. I hope this time around. Yeah, uh, you know he he's a great piece for them. Our our, our man Bismarck Biombo is there with them still. Mm-hmm. You know we love we love it when our African players, Bismarck. you know, are, are having that because he's quite impactful there. You know, he, yeah. I mean he's not Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert, but in his yeah. own way, he's quite an impactful player. You know, he is. and 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 for me, yeah, I, 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 I'll be I, I'll put my money on on them making the playoffs. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. And what's interesting uh, is like Josh Okogi is at the Suns, um, mm-hmm. and and he's a nice pickup, you know, for our African brothers who are there. So they've they've Most kept depth. a lot of the young players. They've kept a lot of the the core players that they needed to. Hopefully, they can move past some of the DeAndre Ayton, Monty Williams drama that's already been brewing, and try to find themselves again. Um, but I think but Cyrus, the, the, the ability to do that. Can I ask you a question now? Yeah, there were just before the preseason started. Uh, there was big hype that the Suns are going to do well. Then one Jay Crowder tweeted, "99 yeah. won't be there." Yeah. Now, to me, Jay Crowder is the Draymond Green of any team that he goes to. Do you think mm-hmm. without him? Do you think without him they'll perform as well as they have done in the past? Yes. Um, and I say this okay. because as as much as Jay Crowder is a 3 and D player and comes with relatively good um, sort of team chemistry and that sort of stuff, there's clearly things that are just not great for him. He wants out. And I think the Suns will manage to get somebody in that will help in those spaces. Um, he is impactful. There's no question. I just don't know if they're going to be looking at this and saying, Jay Crowder is a hole we just can't fill. I think they'll be like, okay, Jay, go do your thing. We'll make a plan and uh, and we'll just keep moving forward. But it's those small things that keeps keep seeming to, 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 to point at little cracks in, in the environment there in Phoenix. And I'm just mm-hmm. not sure if I'm seeing too much into it. But um, the other thing is that Chris Paul's not getting any younger. So, you know, you add that to the mix and you're like, okay, fine. Maybe the Suns might drop a little bit in standard, but I'm also not sure who's going to be the number one seed when I look at, at who we've picked as as the playoff teams. Um, I, I mean, it could I'll even be the Clippers. Here. I'll go out on a limb here and say the Golden State Warriors. Cyrus... Possibly. Have you seen what, of course you saw, what uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and James Wiseman were up to in Japan? Yeah, looking good. Then I also saw looking that uh, very good. Draymond Green and Jordan Poole got into a bit of a slapping contest. And I mean, 
this is where you Cyrus. start to look at, at chemistry stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Cyrus, even me and my brothers slap box sometimes. But come up, come after one of us and see the repercussions. I get you, and I know that Draymond, <laughs> Draymond also apologized and all of that stuff. But all of this, you know, it's been years in the making of little things here and there. And and I I wouldn't be surprised. I'd I'd love to see Draymond be a warrior for life. But there's also a time where certain teams look at a player and think, do we I cut our him. losses? Where, at what point do we say, I mean, I love Draymond. I think he's an incredible player. But every franchise goes through this at some point. I mean, the, the Bulls that kept winning championships ended up breaking up that entire team. Because at some point, a Dennis Rodman needs to go and do something else somewhere. Scotty Pippen mm-hmm. goes to the trailblazers. You know, mm-hmm. it is... I but I'll tell you one if, thing. I'll tell yeah. you one thing. When Draymond comes for the Africa game, do not dare call him Mr. <laughs> Triple Single. I will I will deny you three times before the cock crow, Cyrus. I will de- I, do you know this guy? No. <laughs> I've never seen this man oh before. Oh, goodness. He looks familiar. <laughs> he might look like a guy that I know, but I don't know him. But I don't know him. Okay. I mean, look. I I've will deny warned. you. I've been warned. I will say, though, that the Wiseman addition for the Warriors is he's – Possibly for me, the Joker in the pack here, in the sense that uh-huh. he comes with a skill set that Kevon Looney doesn't have. And that skill set can only benefit the Warriors. And they won a championship last season with all of these guys. Yes, they've lost a, a bit of experience in the likes of Otto Porter Jr. And obviously, Gary Payton II is so important for them. But then mm-hmm. they're going to try and hope that some of the, the youngsters come through, like your Jonathan Kamingas, uh, Moses Moody. Those guys will have a heck of a lot more responsibility in their shoulders. They brought in Jermichael Green, who I think will be important for them, and Dante DiVincenzo, who I think is is he's, he's not being spoken of um, in, in the way that he should be. I think that this Warriors And they still got Andrew team, Wiggins. They still got yeah, Andrew yeah, Wiggins. Of course, of course, of course. So Championship-winning... Andrew Wiggins. Let's just put that's that. it. That's it. NBA champion Andrew Wiggins, as well as the 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 thirty eight year old Andre Iguodala, who's really just there for bench support. But he, he you Listen, know, he'll be. If Udanis Haslam, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop there. Dot dot yeah, dot. That's it. If Udanis Haslam, that's exactly who Iggy is. Ig- Iguodala yeah. is the the Haslam. He is the culture guy. That fit who will bring all of the youngsters together, the team together, the older guys, the younger guys, and then obviously yep. you've got one of the greatest players in all of all time in Stephen Curry, as well as his splash brother in Clay Thompson. So when you look at the Warriors, it's very hard to pick. Um, points in this and say, yeah, they're really, really bad here or really bad there. They're a fantastic team. So it's just a question of how hard do they play and do they want the number one seed? Look, uh, I also take a risky bet here. If they don't get the number one seed, we might be surprised that the team from LA that doesn't wear purple and gold is the number one seed or the Denver Nuggets. It's highly possible. It's highly possible. That's why I say... We need to brace for like excitement, shock, or tears, gnashing of teeth, screaming, laughing, <laughs> popping champagne, everything. everything, Cyrus. This season, it's going to be something else. When you look at these it really rosters, will be. it's it's just something else. And, and and I'm excited because that's what that's that's what I like, Cyrus. You know, I even if my team 
like when my teams were winning back to back, you know, back, back when the Lakers in the Kobe days that could win back to back championship, yeah. it gets a bit boring. And, and and if you remember when it all became the Cavs and the Warriors duels, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I always we love like the drama. To see we love the intrigue. I love we the love drama. And, 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 and I love to see the potential of different colors on those championship mm. rings, you know? It's just, exactly. I, 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 and all the, the, the branding and marketing that goes into the playoffs and and uh, finals. I like to see different, you know, different colors. Yep. Like like when all of a sudden, you know, uh, the, 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 the Milwaukee Bucks became a championship yeah. contender before they won. It was different. You know, you're seeing the deer. You're like, Wow, yeah. when was the last time you saw the deer in the finals? You know, so I, mean, I, I think this is going to be one of the, those seasons that could surprise. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in total agreement with you, Kaunda. I think this is the the kind of season where nothing is a given; anything can happen. I've made bold predictions, which I mean, if we're being totally honest, could come to pass if things go a certain way. So there's lots that that are at stake here. But we've come to the end of this week's podcast, and uh, parting is such sweet sorrow. However. Here are our social media handles yet again, at PostUpPodcast on Twitter, at PostUpZone on Instagram, at PostUpZone on Facebook. For all things NBA from an African perspective, we'd like to thank our partners, Supersport.com, Betcoza. You've been been there for us. And uh, we've got a few things coming up. We did tease something last week, and we're definitely going to give you more next week. There's going to be lots of, lots of really interesting things coming up. Kaunda, thank you so much, buddy. Always a pleasure, man. I will see you back behind the mic in seven days it is what it is thank you everybody and we'll see you courtside <laughs>